Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a student who happened to be vegan and my grandmother. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I always try to get to know my students. That's the only real way to do this. I'm not, I'm not in the business of education. I'm in a human business. I'm, I'm in a getting to know people business. And the better I get to know my students, the better I can help them. And that's just, that's just the reality of the situation. And it, it's not always as black and white as just pumping grammar rules and numbers into people's head. You gotta know, you gotta know who you're working with. You have to know the demeanor. You have to know the things they're into. You have to know. You have to know a lot about them. And you don't obviously have to know these things, but for me to be the best tutor I can be, to be the best educator and resource for these people in this really crucial point of development, it's important for me to know them. And years ago, I I was working with this girl that I really liked. I really liked her mom and we were we were chatting. We'd always end up chatting about random things at the end of the end of the session and we we were talking one day about her being vegan. Now we we bonded over our criticism of people criticizing her because she said, "Look, whenever whenever I hang out with people, if I'm going to get you know dinner or something with them, say we're swinging by In and Out, inevitably we'll be in line at In and Out." This girl didn't make a stink. She didn't you know object to anyone eating meat. She wasn't saying like, hey, I'm going to ride with you, but you better not go to In-N-Out. So these people would just say on the fly, oh, we're going to swing by In-N-Out, let's grab some food, girls. And she wouldn't say anything. And she said inevitably, when she would be in the back and they would ask, what do you want? She'd say, oh, just some French fries. And the mom very kindly would push her and say, no, 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 you need to get something to eat. And she'd say, no, I'm, I'm good with French fries. And she'd say, no, look, we're getting a meal, you need to get a hamburger. And she would have to let slip, oh, I'm vegan. And she said, without fail, people always said like, oh, what about your protein? That's not healthy. You need this, you need that. And this girl was super healthy. She was a great athlete. She was super healthy. She didn't have problems. She didn't have issues. She wasn't forcing this on anyone else. And she was just like, well, I don't know. And so we were talking about this and, and I very much respected this girl. So we start talking about veganism. I said, well, look, I mean, obviously these people are being silly by, by thrusting their opinions and philosophies with food on you, but, you know, there are some issues with veganism. And she was like, well, you know, there are some issues with eating meat. So I said, that's, that's 100% fair. So we start talking back and forth. And I enjoy talking about this stuff. I enjoy debates. I enjoy intriguing kind of exploratory conversations where both parties bring things to the table and we kind of go back and forth in a playful way. What was interesting though is at the end of this totally fine conversation, her mom was sitting there at the table and we were going back and forth. The girl said something to me that really that really stuck with me. And it it really it really bothered me because she's like, well you're kind of attacking me. And it it stopped me dead in my tracks. I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I'm not, I didn't mean to attack you at all. She said, well, 
you know, you're just bringing up objections to the things I'm saying. It's like, yeah. But that's because I saw objections, just like you saw objections to the things I saw. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, maybe, I guess. And I never forgot that because it, in that moment, it really struck me. Because I didn't want this girl to feel like I was attacking her. I didn't want her to feel uh, threatened by me in any way. But what had done it is that she would say something and I would see right away what to say to her about it. Or just, you know, going back and forth kind of in a debate way that that to her, I guess she felt like negated her point and, and in negating her point she felt she felt like I was being aggressive. And this is not the only time this has happened. And I've considered, I've considered that my competence and enjoyment with communication in this way is actually a bad thing. Okay, that perhaps I have a way of communicating or a power with my speech or a competence with my language that is damaging to other people. And perhaps I'd be better off to not have that. And I've been thinking about this a lot because there's a lot of debating going on these days. There are a lot of conversations and there are a lot of, a lot of sides to different things with, with our social situation and, and our health situation. And I've thought about my grandma. Now, my grandma's a wonderful, wonderful old Italian lady and one of my grandmas, excuse me, my mom's mom. And she would always talk to me while she was cooking over holidays and stuff. And I remember one Thanksgiving, she was trimming up this turkey and she had this knife. She was using her knife. And I said something about being careful with the knife. And she stopped and she looked at me and said, a sharp knife is always safer than a dull knife. And I thought about that. I was like, a sharp knife is safer. How the hell does that work? You're more likely to cut yourself. She's like, no. You have a greater ability to be precise with a sharp knife. You don't have to force it. You can do exactly what you want to do, and that's always safer. And that has jumped into my head a lot with regard to ability and competence in the world. Now, in this example of this student, when we were communicating, neither one of us was yelling, nobody was insulting, nobody was being forceful. I was literally just saying, okay, well, I see you see this, but what about that? And she was kind of like, huh. And she was doing it back to me as well. But at some point, she felt like, my communication was coming in too aggressively. And it was too aggressive in her mind, at least in part, because it was so so delicately placed and appropriately placed that she felt it was it was crushing her points. That to me means there was competence there. I didn't have to yell. I didn't have to insult her. I didn't have to give her a hard time. I merely pointed out one point of consideration and that was dismantling her argument. I don't think the answer 
to her feeling like she was being attacked is for me to dull down my communication ability. Now, I could certainly not communicate with her. I could certainly do that. I, and I did not have to communicate with her about the, the merits of veganism or her diet or things like that. And again, I, I apologized right away. So, and her mom understood. She was like, look, you're fine. There was no, there was no malintent. That's just, that's just something that happened. But the response to that shouldn't be, okay, Matt, engage this girl in a conversation, but make it a bad conversation. Make the communication less precise. Make the communication less pointed. You need to make your communication less effective. That's not the answer. That's just being upset that you cut yourself with a knife and saying, oh, well, I need a duller knife. Well, a duller knife is less effective. You're going to need more force. There's higher chance that you're not going to hit your target. There are all these problems. What we need is sharper knives. We need sharper communication. We need more precise communication. We need more precision and delicacy. Uh, delicacy, delicateness, something. <laughs> accuracy. Let's say accuracy. With what we're doing. And that goes for everything physical and beyond in communication. That's not a physical thing, but we need to be accurate because the vast majority of problems that arise in my life with communication come from misunderstandings and they come from times when people are trying to tell me something and they're not saying it accurately or they're not, they're not able to convey their feelings and emotions or, or thoughts and they get very frustrated. Now, they're not frustrated that I have a sharp knife. They're frustrated that their knife is not effective. And yes, absolutely, there's a piece of me you can involve in any conversation where I'm not being receptive. I'm not listening. Maybe they're saying exactly what they mean and I'm not listening. That's fine. It takes two to have effective communication. But you have to remember, it's not being worse at these things that we need. It's not wishing we were worse effective excuse me, less effective and worse at communicating and less competent in any aspect of our lives. The answer to having somebody who's very powerful and competent is to increase your power and competence. The answer is never to dumb down the other person. Because if we did that every time we were around something or someone that was our superior, if we dumbed those things down, then we're just going to be around a bunch of dumb stuff. So the next time you get frustrated by something or someone, the next time you feel outmatched or like somebody's just a little bit sharper than you. Don't ask for it to be easier. Don't ask for other people to be dumbed down. Figure out a way to sharpen your own blade and then go at it again. Because if I'm sharp and you're sharp and the next guy's sharp, metal sharpens metal and we all benefit. I'm Matt Todd.
And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone. And please do remember, the essay classes are lining up daily, as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up. Thank you.